0: Welcome to Marketing Mastermind, for high achievers in the finance and investment industries. The podcast where you discover the best marketing strategies for financial professionals. We interview top experts who share what works best, or not, for your practice. Your host is Stan Mann. Stan coaches financial professionals to achieve your goals and create the life you want. Here's your host, Stan Mann. Welcome to the Client Acquisition Mastermind. It's our second call of the month. And as most of you know, we meet the first three Wednesdays of the month. Hi, I'm Stan Mann, and I help financial advisors and registered investment advisors and sales professionals and wealth managers. I get more high net worth clients with less work, less stress. I'm the only coach for advisors who's an expert on both the marketing for financial professionals and sales professionals and removing psychological blocks to their performance. I call this the outer and the inner game of getting ideal clients. I'm a diplomat clinical social worker from the University of Michigan with 20 years experience as a therapist. I'm more than about 18 years as a business coach. And I've been specializing in coaching financial advisors and other sales professionals for over five years now. I'm the author of Triggers, A New Approach to Self-Motivation, and it's published by Prentice Hall, which is a premier publisher of educational books. I'm proud of that. Also published How to Get High Net Worth Clients. That's a great little book. You want to use it every time you want a new client. And also authored the top. Seven Mistakes Financial Advisors Make. I'm the creator of webinars, one on niche secrets, how to attract a high net worth loyal referral clients, and another webinar, how to get a steady flow of profitable referrals. Now, I've had the privilege of helping thousands of people lead rich and fulfilling lives, and as a result, I've produced some great results for my clients, I uh, mentioned Charlie Hudo exceeded his asset goals by freeing up six additional hours each week to spend with his wife and his two boys. Chris Arnold skyrocketed his client acquisitions one hundred forty seven percent in four months. Uh, Ronald Jones targeted a rich niche and broke through his production ceiling. Rick Ruby launched a looker new business, Jeff Hampton made three huge sales in ten days, just to name a few now. I'm not telling you this, uh, you know, to pump myself up. But I just want you to know I get results. And this is why you should listen to me and why this information I'm giving you is valuable. I hold nothing back. If you follow these suggestions and learn them, you're just going to be successful. Now, our mastermind meets, you know, on the first three Wednesdays of the month. It never goes over 30 minutes. It'll go less if nobody has questions, but that's the limit. And this mastermind is all about helping advisors and sales professionals get those ideal clients that they want, and so they have to work less and have less stress. I'm all about enjoying life and having less stress. Now, each session is just packed. I try to pack it with... Valuable, results-oriented advice. You know, I cover topics like having a winner's mindset, the easy and natural way to find your niche, getting the inside scoop on your clients, you know, very valuable research. Position yourself as the go-to experts. I'm going to talk about creating compelling messages and compelling offers. And uh, we're also going to have a session a month on Make your website a lead-generating machine, and another one on getting tons of referrals from raving fans, and talk about how to close sales, and, and much more. So, you know, this is your group, so send me your ideas, and we'll go on from there. Today, this is your mastermind and group, and we're going to talk about how your research helps you with your positioning, helps you with your branding, and helps you with your marketing. Now, you probably know this or came to realize this, that all business owners and sales professionals, they have two businesses. The one they created, you know, your wealth management practice or a realtor practice or Whatever it may be, that's the business you created, the thing you love to do, and you want to get clients so you can help more people because it's such a thrill. You know, I get a kick out of helping people. I know you do. So that's the business you created. But you have a second business, (laughs) like it or not, and that second business is your marketing business. That's the activities that keep your business alive because they drive prospects to become clients. And, you know, without clients, you just don't survive. You just don't get that thrill of helping people. You don't make enough money to make your business viable, and you can't live the life that you deserve, a rich and fulfilling life. So your marketing is about all those communications that lead towards sale. So, what is the purpose of marketing? The purpose of marketing is to get client acquisition meetings, or put it more simply, selling conversations. You want to get those meetings where you meet with a qualified buyer under favorable conditions to make your offer and ask them to buy. Now, Having good marketing communications in place makes closing a sale much, much easier. You know, you can think of marketing conversations, all, all those things you do to promote your business, like they pre-sell your services. So when you finally sit down with the prospects, they're pretty well warmed up. You know, your prospects have already got to know you, probably like you, and most importantly, got to trust you because without trust, you're not going to make any sale. You know that so one thing I recommend when you finally get an appointment with somebody to have that selling conversation is send them some key marketing material that is packed with benefits. you know what's in it for them, so they're warmed up. It isn't such a, so hard to close them they don't have so many objections. They're more willing to move forward. So here's the way to think about your marketing. Use the marketing research that we talked about in the previous meeting, the previous session that we had, your mastermind. Use your marketing research to understand your prospects. You know, where do they live? What are their concerns? What keeps them up at night? What motivates them? What do they really want? When you make your marketing, you think about your marketing, you know, have a specific goal for each communication. you know, you've got to think about most communications, like email, for example, you're not trying to make a sale, but you just get your foot in the door. Now there are a few exceptions to this. There are some emails and some marketing materials that's really trying to make a sale. And these are the squeeze pages. You've you've experienced them, where they give you they go through all this, have a lot of testimonials where testimonials are legal. I know some of you can't use them, but they give you a whole lot of reasons to buy, and they give you the price, and they tell you what a value is, and they give you bonuses and all kinds of things like that. At the end, they have here, click here, and you know, put in your credit card and all that. Now, those are exceptional. And the vast majority are communications who are simply to make you more approachable, to get your foot in the door, so to speak. So that's what you're really trying to do with all your marketing. And I really recommend that you do this with simple, ordinary language, not all that hype. Use the research that you used. Now, the biggest mistake. I find that most financial advisors make is talking about themselves much too early. The main thrust of your communication is what's in it for your prospect. Now, just be direct and forthright. Don't say something like, as an investment advisor for ABC Securities an independent investment dealer, I am free from bias and from those that uh, larger institutions might face. That's kind of indirect. You're talking about yourself. The prospect has to kind of figure out, oh, yeah, I guess that means that he'll be uh, honest and forthright and not be biased. But, you know, there's a book out, you've heard of it, and the title is Don't Make Me Think, And, and that's a terrific title, and you don't want, you know, people have to think or work. Just give it to them straight out. What's in it for them? Now, what's better to say than that example I just gave you? You can say uh, something like, "You." You're starting out talking about you, not me or I. that "You will get objective, unbiased advice because I'm with AB Securities." And we do not promote favorite services and favorite products. You hear the difference? How you're talking about them and not you, and it's direct and simple. And there's no hype in it. Now, the second concept is to use what you learn from the research so that you relate it to your audience. Understand what goes on in their business and the issues they face, And just show them that you understand their worries and concerns. Talk about their worries and concerns. Talk about that, you know, it's hard to get in front of high net worth clients and you understand what it is. Or that they go to a network meeting and they don't get people interested in listening to them because they don't know how to say it it right. Then talk about their issues, you know in the language that they would use. That way you'll resonate with them. They'll listen to you and, uh, you know, be more likely to respond to your calls to action. Now, the third thing to think about when marketing is you want to be special, different in some way. Set yourself apart. You know, like I set myself apart, that I'm the only coach for financial advisors and sales professionals who's both a trained expert in the inner and outer game. I'm I'm an expert on your motivation, on your thinking, what slows you down, what stops you, what false beliefs you have. I'm an expert on that and removing them, clear the path. And then I'm an expert on marketing because I studied it. And I I hired the best marketing coaches to teach me. So I'm an expert on those two things, and that's one of the things that sets me apart. I'm the only coach for financial advisors and sales people that have that special, official trained expertise. Here's some ways, you know, you can set yourself apart by talking about your target market or niche. That's one of the best and most powerful ways to set yourself apart. People listen. When you say... Uh, You know, I provide financial services for plastic surgeons in Gotham City. That's really specific, you know. That's one way. Another way to set yourself apart is providing exceptional service, holding special events for your people, maybe birthday parties for their birthdays. That'll set you apart from many people, although None of this is unique. I want to say something about the word unique. Sometimes you're told to do something unique. You know, and it's almost impossible to be truly unique. Unique means that absolutely nobody does it. Now, here's a little trick. You can make yourself unique by claiming you're unique. You can say that you do something and you're the only one that does it. It may be that other people do it, but because they don't point it out, you're unique in that way. You know, it's not totally true, but but it's legitimate, and you, that's one way you can do it. People will react to that, just, just a little tip. Now, if you're not a financial advisor, you can set yourself apart by using great testimonials. Uh, you know, finance people aren't allowed to use testimonials. The good thing about it, neither is your competition, so it's a wash. Now, the fourth principle you want to do is to test your efforts. Keep on trying different emails, different offers, and different calls to actions until you find things that work. You know, just thinking and writing your office, that's just a start, but it's not enough. You've got to leave your office. You have to go out and try things in the real world. You have to write out your value proposition. You have to write out, rehearse when somebody asks you what you do. You don't just say, I'm a financial advisor or or, I'm a realtor, because you're just another one of those guys. They got their prejudice of what that is, and it might not be the concept that you want them to have. So the best thing is to, you know, come out with some benefit you do for people. You know, like I help people looking, find their ideal home with the least amount of effort, get the best deal. Some benefit like that. And then what you have to do, really, is go out to networking meetings, you know, and, Sometimes you go out to network meetings, I know, because you want to find a client there. And, you know, that's not necessarily the best attitude to go to networking meetings, really. The best attitude to go out to networking meetings is to see how many people you can help out there. the law of reciprocity, you help people, they'll help you. So that's what you're really doing out there. And also what you're doing out there, you're testing out your crafted message. You try it out. You see what happens when you say what you do. Things will happen out there. You might find it kind of foolish or awkward trying to say it, so don't use that. It's not natural. Something's off about it. That might be one thing. Or it might feel natural, but nobody asks for follow-up. Nobody gets you engaged. And then you try another one and finally find one when people say those beautiful words you want to hear, tell me more. That's all you want. You want people to be interested. Tell me more, you know. And so when you find one that says tell me more, that's the one you make as your value proposition. And the thing about it is people overlook the skill that's needed to say this. You know, if you say this in a, Awkward way, you hum and haw, you come across as self-deprecating when you say it. It ain't going to work. you got to say it with confidence. You don't have to say it in a bragging kind of way. You just have to say it straight out. Confidence, a confident way is just, just saying it in natural tones, what you do. You know, I help people have a worry-free retirement, for example, might be it. And you say that in a nice, even, confident tone, and that really, believe it or not, takes practice. You actually literally should stand in front of a mirror and say it. You should practice it on your wife or husband and then go out and say it to a few strangers. And it's like anything else. At first, it'll feel awkward. At first, you won't say probably exactly right, but the more you do it, like anything else, the better you get at it. So uh, that goes into the fifth thing you want to think about, markets is do it right. And you do it right, you do it right with practice, like I've been telling you. Now, if you've been getting a, a specific way of doing something, follow each step closely as you can. And then do it the same way every time. That way you become more skillful. Like I've been talking about, we've been talking about your value, saying your value proposition. You know, do it pretty much the same way every time so you become more skillful. If you have a selling conversation, do it in the same way so that you become more skillful at doing it. Now, having said that, you don't want to be rigid. You want to be flexible, so, you know, you'll talk differently to a teacher than you would to the CEO of a large corporation, for example, and you talk differently to a housewife and to a widow, you know, those subtle differences. And now I want to advise you, you know, it's extremely helpful to get feedback from someone else, even from friends, which might not be as good, let me tell you about something about getting a feedback from a non-professional person. There's two kinds of feedback. There's their impression you know, of it, and then there's their opinion. From non-professionals, everybody has an opinion, and everybody thinks that they're an expert in everybody. You know, I and everybody else thinks they're expert on movies, Everybody thinks they're an expert on politics. That's just what human beings are, but they're really not. So people's opinions you can take with a grain of salt, unless they're an expert. But their reaction is gold. If they say, when I went on your website, I was kind of confused. I didn't really understand what you are talking about. That's really great feedback. Or if they say, yeah, boy, I knew exactly who you were talking to, that who your ideal client was, didn't happen to be me, but I know who it should be, that's valuable feedback because that's the reaction. So that's the kind of information you want from friends, acquaintances, from groups of people. Of course, for a marketing professional like me, <laughs> uh, you want their opinion because their opinion will, will be valuable. So now the seventh tip is to use empathy in your communications. You know how would you react to your own message? You know, switch it around. You know, would you be happy to get such a message? Would you feel good about it? And would it be exciting? you know, you don't want to use hype, exaggeration, but you want to be different from others. Uh, that's challenging to be different, but you can use your hunches and your intuition and so forth. Those are the tips that I can give you for, you know, using your, your research and how to use marketing. And these are valuable tips that use marketing. Just remember, marketing is your second business and it's debatable which business is more important? You know, you gotta have a good primary business that helps the marketing, but you've got to have a very good marketing business person or the sales professional that has the best marketing will do more, be more successful, you know, make more money, have more clients that they can help, than the person that has an excellent, excellent primary business, but has poor marketing skills. So that's life. That's reality. So this is what you have to become proficient at. The best thing, I know this sounds a little self-serving, but do hire experts, coaches, consultants, experts at marketing to help you so that you can have a thriving practice, one that you enjoy and one that you love And it's really fun to go with. Okay, we're going to wrap up the call here and leave some time for questions in case there's so many questions. I'm going to teach you about more of that stuff on the next call. And I really appreciate you guys being on the call today. And I hope this is inspiring to you and that you use it to be able to help more people and make more money. I have time for questions now, leave about five minutes here. If anybody wants to press, I think press star 2 and ask a questions, we can do that. I'm not uh, hearing from anybody, maybe having a little time collecting your thoughts. Remember, you'll find tons of information to grow your business at resultsproducerstand.com. That's com. It's full of free information that's better than what you pay for. Okay, here we go. Going once. Going twice. I don't see any hands. Double check. Okay. All right. So we're going to go ahead and wrap up the call. I really appreciate you people being here and listening to this, and I want you to succeed, and I give you my best information that you can have a successful practice. And, you know, the idea is from my side to give you all the information you need to build that essential marketing business that you just have to have. So, again, thanks for being here And I look forward to talking to you next week. And today you should get a replay from today's call. I'll send that out and you'll get it. And you can listen to it on the treadmill or in the car or whenever you like. And also I'll send my notes. They'll be attached and you can refer to them. Anyway, have a great day, everybody. Thanks for being on the call.